Hello there. Everything leading up to this moment has been rehearsal. The real performance is about to begin. I'm counting on it. Ladies and gentlemen, you have now tuned in to the Outer Rim Beacon, your frequency for everything in that galaxy far, far away. From Vagari to Voltarian, we've got you covered. Uh, we're on the V's now, people. I don't know if you yeah. know that. My name's Justin. I'm one of your hosts. Joining me today, as always, are my co-hosts. This is Josh, and V is for Visions. Oh, nice timing. Uh, This is Kyle, and that was only a single U for anyone keeping track. We only did U once. We're on to V now. (laughs) There were not many. We will not be repeating letters (laughs) next to each other from now on. Henceforth and forever. Yeah. (laughs) And this is Maggie, uh, and I went from having a, like, vague disinterest in star wars legos to having watched the new special that comes out tomorrow uh four times mm. Ooh, more so than the christmas one that dropped the holiday i watched special. the holiday special twice so yes and i ended okay. up really loving both of them so i actually think the whole like, lego yeah, cinematic am, universe is kind of on point yeah i know i'm like i am a newly converted lego lover you check i mean out i love lego legos Oof, so good i'm nervous but I Batman. Want. I'm Batman. I'd like to point out a fact that people don't really acknowledge. Halloween is better than Christmas. The only reason Christmas gets so much credit is because of presents. That's the thing. You it's, take the presents out of qu- Christmas, Halloween wins every time. Easy to sell a pile of presents, man. It's like a, <laughs> it's a cheat code, frankly. Yep. It's not fair. It's like, I, a, it's like a performance enhancing drugs. Yeah. I love the foods. So Are you throwing out I'm, Thanksgiving I'm not, is better than Halloween? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I love the series, uh, but it's you know it's a that's a one Pumpkin like spice. Halloween is like the whole month, right? It does come from a Thanksgiving. Happy I feel it's it's within that it's like three or four days leading up to it, right? But uh, you know, over the holidays, you get all the foods. I love holiday foods, probably a little bit too much, but uh, I'm not a big candy guy. I'm all about right, the, all the whole, I, I love. Media. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I love uh, Halloween for the scary movies. I love costumes. I love the cool weather. I love all of those things. Just not like a super huge candy junkie. Like I couldn't just like, I don't know. There's half the candy in our house that never ends up being eaten because. I'm not big on candy either, but Justin, we're adults. Doesn't Halloween mean cocktails now? (laughs) I thought that was the, yeah, it is true. That's the adult version. <laughs> now it's, yeah, it's a little different. Now you sit out in the driveway with you your fire pit, drinking a beer as you pass a, a crisp out. Fall day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and when you got cool neighbors, it makes it, even more fun so yeah. it's it's all good so uh well welcome everybody yes we are on the cusp of october people the cusp of october it is it is happening it is here yeah. it is time to celebrate all things horror which includes Come scary stories from the sith <laughs> horror 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 horror, horror. Okay. horror. <laughs> either way though <laughs> Uh, which includes scary stories from the Sith. So look forward to that coming out uh, tomorrow, 10 1. Uh, It'll be out by the time you hear this. By the time I'm you sure get this, it. yeah, <laughs> you're going to hear it. So, or watch it. So, um, but um, yeah, so I love Halloween, 
love uh i'm a big scary i love horror movies me too know, i'm getting more into movies? them in my old age than i was as a, as a youngster mostly because my parents didn't let me watch stuff like that and um mm-hmm. but i like it it's fun some are better than others yeah. and now sure. you're a grown-up and you can decide and what can you want to watch yourself. i want yeah i can watch any movies <laughs> whatever <like>. whatever <laughs> i do what i want <laughs> uh yeah i i can't get into uh too much of the gory stuff yeah, i like for me either no, I like creepy, suspenseful, ghost-type stuff more so. I Don't get me wrong. I do appreciate a good slasher flick, but I, I tend to like the older okay, stuff. Okay, it's going to be October better. 1st when we release this. Justin just brought up ghosts. I want a firm answer from everyone right now. Yes or no, do you believe in ghosts? Yes. Yes. Boom. <laughs> Josh. <laughs> just, just so you know, I have been on three paranormal TV shows, and I used to work at a very haunted jail where I did ghost tours at Halloween and used dowsing rods and ran ghost like investigations and all sorts of stuff. So I, I have tons She's of firm ghost believer. stories. Well, now nah, I'm just going to say no, just the shit post. Ooh, and well, we there you go. Josh <laughs> with the classic troll answer. I believe in science. <laughs> what about what about you, Kyle? What about you? Uh, I believe that there's things we don't understand in this world. <laughs> that actually would have been my I, answer too. Also, <laughs> just to counter fair. Josh, I believe that there are scientific explanations for the imprints of human life after death, like yeah, energy. Not, not if you think of like how that. humans' energy and like usually ghosts are attached to some sort of like really traumatic event like whether it be death or like a really horrible incident that happened so like maybe the energy gets left behind you know science will figure it out one day yeah i I think that's um i think that's a fair point there was a a netflix movie i think that was kind of along those same lines where Mm -hmm. there's a lot of uh there were these ghosts were basically killing live people and they found out it's like some machine that generates their aura or something (laughs) Mm -hmm. also Yeah. yeah Yeah. Maybe one of these days science will figure out why Anakin is a young force ghost instead of an old force ghost. (laughs) And Obi-Wan doesn't get to be Ewan McGregor. That's how he wanted to be perceived. And Obi-Wan was like, that's how I want to be perceived. You think Alan Guinness wants to look like his old self and not Ewan McGregor? If you look like Ewan McGregor, that's how you want to look. (laughs) It's absurd. It's laughable. Maybe he he came to love how he looked as Alan Guinness and Anakin was like, I'm not into my scarred ickiness. Like, give me hot Anakin. Is that the... uh, Not that hot Anakin. (laughs) Molten Anakin. Wasn't there a, isn't there like a meme or something like that with him as like young Anakin as a force ghost and it's like the younglings looking at him like, how the heck is he there or something like that? And they're all like, wait a minute, why is he young Anakin and not like old Anakin? Because <laughs> he slaughtered reasons, a bunch of younglings. That's why. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, ghosts is always a fun topic uh, around this time and everybody shares ghost stories and things like that. But one thing that you got to make sure of is, uh, you know, when you're getting ready to go to this guy... <laughs> Make sure you don't book a haunted hotel no, haunted in California hotel. because <laughs> nobody wants to be at Celebration haunted by ghosts keeping you up all night when you got con stuff to do. Just don't let it happen. What if you have the opportunity to stay at the haunted mansion? Oh, it's different. Yes. Yes. Definitely stay there. I would do that. Do they rent rooms at the haunted mansion? They can make killing. What about hotel? You can get married at the haunted mansion. That's, yeah, uh, I, I guess we are going to be in California. I would do that. I don't know yeah, exactly where that. Hotel California is. Googling it. It's on a dark California Welcome highway. Welcome to right? the Hotel California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, 
Is Don we are in here? 30 weeks, 33 weeks out from celebration. And still no tickets have gone on sale. There has been uh, no communication uh, about what's going on out there um, regarding celebration. So I, you know, and I, I trying to look back on some of the past celebrations that we've attended uh, and gone to, I, I don't recall i can't remember how many weeks they started really putting stuff out there i don't was remember it, were we like 20 were we 30 were we 40 i can't remember somebody knows let us know but i think it is getting to your point maggie a little a little unnerving <laughs> that we're a little stressful <laughs> we're th- you know 33 weeks out here and and we haven't seen anything on light we haven't seen anything on the hotel blocks like is it? I, I, do we know if it's no, the sold hotel? Out? The hotel blocks came out, didn't they? Those it, were all released. They came and, out. Yeah, they were released. We're but still, are they sold we're still out? eight months still out, guys. Room? Yeah, it it is it is still a ways. But yeah, we're not even allowed to buy our plane tickets yet. Josh, <laughs> much like my movie choices, you're an adult who can book a plane ticket anytime you'd like. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> so yeah uh get your get your plane tickets get your uh get your celebration tickets get your hotel room get your transportation save your money get your outfits ready people get your get your star wars gear ready um that's, real that's always a fun part i love seeing people's shirts that i've never seen before like t-shirts that yeah. they like really cool t-shirts you know and you're like where did you get that and they're like oh i picked this up people you know two years ago to like, tell you such where and they such. found their star wars shirt too especially oh, if yes. it's a cool one. Oh yes so, yep, get your stuff ready, start prepping now, um, and then it's coming up. It'll be here before you know it. So We got to decide uh, we what we're co- giving out at Celebration. We're bringing some, some handaways, Ooh. right? Some, some give outs. Swag. Some swaggy swag. Yes, uh, we got to figure that out. Um, Let's put I'm everybody sure we'll on the spot on air. We got to figure that out. Something good. Um, we'll, we'll, yeah, everybody's going to get we, well, chargers, we will. portable phone chargers. <laughs> We will have a t-shirt for every single person at Celebration. Just send it oh your size. Oh, my God. Uh, just Oof. kidding. That's a joke. Better Don't start playing that, uh, that $500 million Powerball that's, that's out there. Cause if I hit that, I, I will got buy that kind of cash. all three of you a t-shirt. Okay. There we go. Any, you there know what? I'll there. buy all three of you any t-shirt. A t-shirt of your choosing if I win the Powerball. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Go big, too. Spare okay. no expense. Right. So this T-shirt has gold leafing all across the pattern on the front, valued at twenty-eight k. Chump change if you it's win five hundred twenty mil, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't play the lottery, so my odds are quite slim. I hate to break it to everybody. Yeah, I I only play like once in a while when it gets way up there. Although I did see, I did see it's way up somebody, there right now. Right now it's way up there, but somebody played it. Uh, and actually won $2 million at a gas station in one of the towns just north of Columbus here. Huh. Yeah. Like $2 million. So kudos to them for winning $2 mil. It's a good chunk of cash. So we do have a little bit of news and notes. Uh, Big news on the Disney front. The general bookings for Galactic Star Cruiser are going to begin (laughs) on... 10 28 21 so end of october you too can purchase your six to eight thousand dollar <laughs> three-day vacation for per hour the galactic star cruiser <laughs> for the um, low low it price is pricey of your kidney 
Yep. And if you have enough money to go on that, I don't want to hear from you. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's pricey. So do your research. Oh, can I first. just say something funny? I realized today. Yeah. Um, I wrote an article about it for Collider today, and I was looking at the three different styles of rooms. They're like small, small, and small. I can't remember they're called, but like, like <laughs> one is like a captain's room or whatever style. Like I don't know. They have flaky ship names for the room, it's but like I noticed cruise, this, yeah. the cheapest one. The cheapest one you get one window. The second most expensive one, you get two windows. And for the most expensive one, you get three fake windows. Well, hmm. you ought yeah, to, to for that to kind note, of note, she did say fake windows. They're, they are exactly. not real windows, people. They're like TV screens in your room that are made to look like windows. Well, so, uh-huh. On the uh, surface, I was like, wow, it actually I sounds like I... the beginning of a horror movie since we're on that whole theme today. But yeah, yeah you pay like, us all love... your money. We're going to lock you in. No windows. You can't leave. Where's and the exit? Trust Where's us. And right. by the way, it's an immersive experience. So no matter what happens, just go with it. Yeah, nothing <laughs> bad could possibly go wrong. I, uh, space related, though, I did see there's a new restaurant that opened in Epcot as well. And they got um, a new which fireworks looks show. pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They got a new. I forget what they call it. It's um, I am probably more than fireworks. Show, the old one was Reflections, I think. But the new one is. I forget what the new one is, but they, they did start yeah. the globe. Yeah, they did opposite. start the globe up with all those bright new yeah, LEDs cool. that they put in it, which looks really, really cool. They, um, and then, uh, the last of, um, and I saw that restaurant you were talking about too, before I cut you off where it's like the space, it's like you're going up the space yeah. elevator. Yeah. Yeah. And like you get up to this restaurant that has very similar looking foods to what you find in, uh, Batu. Yeah, where you know you get the the boba balls in your in your foods and different things like that. So, boba balls. Yeah, usually boba have to balls. Pay extra for that. <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, it, it looks really cool though. Like it's it's a total like immersive thing again, where the windows yeah, are space again. and yeah, yeah they keep you in there. So you know, coming down off that elevator, you walk outside and that bright Florida sun hits you, and you're like, ah, my redness just burning. Um, but it looks really, really cool. And then um, Magic Kingdom got their their last of what is that? What is the current show? I can't think of it. It's um, Happily Ever After. Air just their last one of those. I think was last night. Oh, like the and the, castle the new show. show. Yeah, the new mm. castle show for the fiftieth anniversary starts tonight or tomorrow something this weekend cool. something like that so, um yeah, yeah the castle cool. since they changed it where they do the animation on the outside of it justin i'm sure you've seen it i don't know if you guys yep. have gotten there since they've done that but it is very very cool i've seen i think yeah. two or three different animations that they've done but they're really awesome mm-hmm. i haven't been to disney yeah. since i was nine yeah that would that would predate the change yes they, the I'm Wishes show that was before <laughs> Happily Ever After, I think, ran for like 13 years. Yeah. Um, oh, and wow. People, people loved Wishes. Like, it was a really, really good show. And then, and they kind of built on it, right, over the yeah, years yeah, with the, the projection and, mapping and stuff. And there's and, small changes um, each night, too. There, it's a couple slightly varied shows, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. The people love the wishes. A lot of people liked happily ever after. Some really didn't like it. It was not around long though. It was like five years years, and then it was done. Um, And then now they're on to whatever the 50th one is. But that was like also the, the beta test of the new um, projection onto the castle too. 
Mm. So I think it yeah. went pretty well. So I'm excited um, to see what the 50th one looks like. Yeah, same here. It's uh, lots of big changes going on at Disney. Uh, the Lego Halloween go. special, we mentioned that earlier, drops. It starts 10-1, so by the time you hear this, it should be out there available for your viewing pleasure. It dropped the this morning book- if we're on top of our game. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Book of Boba Fett. Uh, we have a date for that now. Heading into your new year of 2022, you can watch it beginning December 29th. What a better way to ring in the new year. Yeah, I, uh, you know, what are you doing this new year? I'm going to sit home and watch Boba Fett. Speaking of ranking holidays, New Year's Eve, hugely overrated. Terrible holiday. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a big guy. Not going to the right party. Big New Year's Eve guy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We usually just do a small gathering and have people over for food and watch the ball drop and some of them most of them have kids so everybody's kids are in bed by 10 11 and done so um all right so we have one more new thing on disney plus galaxy of sounds uh it's like seven episodes well, you, eight you skipped minutes over shorts. where hasbro is oh yeah yeah is, i'm gonna come um, back to that i'm, I'm gonna come show, back to that literally. i was still on Oh, yeah, okay. I, I was, I'm going to kind of come back to that. Um, but uh, seven, mi- seven episodes, eight minutes shorts of scenes with no score or dialogue, just the sound effects, um, which is pretty awesome. Uh, I mean, if you really love your droids or your blasters or your ship sounds. Um, I haven't gotten go to watch, watch any of them yet, but people are loving it. It's like soothing and relaxing, I guess, which I can, I can get that. I could. It's like the sounds of the Halcyon when you've spent $6,000 to sit in a yeah. locked in room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh the well it's kind of along those lines of what was the one with the scenery? It was literally biomes. just the Star Wars yeah, biomes. It's just like that, but with sound effects. So well biomes could have uh, used a little I score, to, I think. It needed a little little punch. Uh but that's yeah. just me. <laughs> <laughs> the waves crashing on you know, Naboo didn't yeah, the, do it for the you. Light okay. breeze in the background wasn't enough for me. <laughs> the the feeling of the warm sun of the Tatooine desert. <laughs> Yeah. didn't didn't perk you up uh but yeah go check that out uh should be interesting to see i haven't you have to pay extra for the full atmosphere remember this yeah there's an add-on yeah. where it makes your house colder or whatever feel the breeze Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so all right so what kyle was getting at was hasbro hasbro in the last three weeks has dropped a whole bunch of new figures and I mean, we didn't even get to, to we didn't even get to go. We didn't even get to talk about the fan fest stuff that they released like three weeks ago. We had we haven't covered that. But earlier, the like two days ago, three days ago, they dropped. Hey, by the way, we're gonna throw out George Lucas in stormtrooper armor for fiftieth Black Series to go mm-hmm. along with to go along with Dave Filoni, part two of Director uh, Squadron. So we have two of Director Squadron already. So very interesting, Hasbro. I see you. You'd, you'd, I see you. You'd think George would be team leader, <laughs> but uh, you know, or squadron leader, whatever. Um, but he's uh, apparently in disguise in his Black Series figure. Yeah, maybe that's his preferred his preferred attire. So I th- he probably I has no it, idea. I thought it, thought it said he's George in like... disguise on the thing, but I could be like Luke or and Han mm-hmm. in disguise, but I could be wrong about that. I might've just headcanoned that. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to go back and look at the packaging again, but I, I did look mm-hmm. at the face sculpts and, and while I love 
I love Director Squadron, and I love that we're getting George and Dave and some of these others. Oh, here we go. Here's Justin why you got to do. It. Why you got to do George dirty like that and make his face all wonky? Yeah. Same thing with Dave. Like the face is just not, not quite there. I think they, anybody I think else made, look at it? I think they tried to make George look a little younger, actually, and maybe didn't pull it off that good. That, okay, so but I can, it's not I'm just looking me. at the picture. I can confirm that it does say George Lucas in Stormtrooper disguise. Okay. So, ah. lest you think Let's, he's an enlistee. That's way, he's way not. more entertaining than George in his Saturday flannel. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's an opinion, but yes. <laughs> George and this is George and red Saturday flannel. I would so. love to have been um, in the meeting where they discussed, all right, what are all the generic bodies that we can put George Lucas's head on? What are our options here? We got storm. We've got this whole heap got, of stormtroopers yeah. that we've never used or sold because we keep making more and nobody wants them. Stormtrooper, clone trooper, Gungan, uh, X-wing pilot. Yeah. Fungus. I don't know. There's just, um, I think they should have made him an X-wing pilot to go with Dave, but, you know, maybe they don't have those bodies. Maybe they're more expensive. Actually, they almost definitely are because they're not just plain white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna put my vote out here for the next one in Director Squadron. Okay, Bryce Dallas Howard. I like it. I'm into it. I that, do that. that would be that my next choice. Robert Rodriguez. Agreed. One of those two. Those, but those I want my... him in Mandalorian armor. And honestly, I would like. Bryce to be in Mandalorian armor as well. She could wear some like Bo-Katan. Yeah. Like a Death Watch okay. style Mando armor. Yeah. Okay, give on. As long that. as it's not that, um, that's next on the list. <laughs> as long as it's not Favreau, right? Nobody wants a figure of him. That's he's out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was I mean, say, you, you really just... think it's gonna be Bryce over over Favreau? It's totally gonna be. Favreau. Do do I think it's going to be Bryce or Favreau? No. I would, do I want? I would if I want one next. I would go with Bryce. But yes, or f- like Favreau is really good too. If I'm like picking, I, I'm, I'm going happy with, with any with of them. Debra or Taika, but those are my top choices. Yeah, I'm just trying to like break it up a little bit and you know get some get some new people in there. So well, Kevin technically, Kennedy not not Rose Tico's mm-hmm. outfit. Oh, I that is oh. the. Joshiest troll answer. I, lo- I love <laughs> it. Josh, you're such a troll. Um, you know, I had a trollier answer. Technically, there is a grief carga figure, which is Carl Weathers, okay. and he did direct an episode. I'm just saying, mm. if you want to, also true. Yeah, good point. It's I mean, they already there. have the sculpt. All you got to do is repackage it, kind of like what they've done with the millions of. Or scratch out, out grief cargo and write Carl's, <laughs> Carl Weathers and bada bing, bada boom. You got yourself <laughs> a fan made figure. It's the same packaging. Mm-hmm. Just put a little strip of yeah. like white out. What is that? That roll white out stuff maker. that you used to get? Carl yeah. Weathers. Just make sure you spell it right, unlike the guy that spelled Skywalker. Uh, for Hasbro, uh, so he probably still has a job. Yeah, he's Pete's. Yeah. So, but yeah, go check it out. Uh, they're available for pre-order. You can get them on Big Bad Toy Store, uh, <laughs> Hasbro <laughs> Pulse. I think. Yeah, they they, I'm pretty sure they're still out there. Immediately. Yeah, they were snatched yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, gone uh, off Amazon. I have a but question. Big Bad too. Toy Store is really good about 
pre-orders so with hasbro pumping out all these figures and like justin said we haven't uh, talked about all of them yet can they like cash these checks or are they just like we'll make these someday you can order them and we'll you'll get it when you get it like are they have they ironed out the supply chain at all or is this gonna be like oh the supply chain is still a nightmare um, nothing has been fixed it's just uh, it's it's crazy seems odd to me that it's like yeah buy all these figures when we can't even deliver the ones that we've already announced a while ago. that's a that's what, what I do said i know about anything was i just pre-order now you'll get it in a year and a half isn't necessarily i don't even remember me. what i've pre-ordered at this point my luke um, um my heir to the empire luke figure is finally shipped and that mine, was a while mine ago. arrived yeah mine arrived yesterday and Ooh. the the box is bent, ouch! <laughs> on the top, ouch. yeah. So After six and months. it's so on the other ones. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't the Velcro open at the top? Yeah, yeah. Now it's at the bottom on mine. So I don't. But the, they also wrote. They have writing up here, so I understand they put it down at the bottom now. But hmm. uh, a little interesting. But yeah. So my I got a bent box. So but it looks nice. It's very nice. Um, where who did you order it finally, through? Was that from Hasbro directly? This yeah, this was through Hasbro Pulse. Well, Hasbro will fix it. Receive... They'll give you a fixed one. Oh, that's true. I should message them because huh? when I I got not okay, not to just have a personal conversation on air, but you know maybe <laughs> maybe you can relate to this as well. You're uh, okay. When I got my armorer, the convention exclusive through Hasbro, it came in a, a damaged box, and they sent me a new one. They actually told me to just keep the damaged one, and they sent me a new one. Oh, so. Nice. I'm. And I'm assuming you attached yeah. like some pictures. I did. And I did send them pictures okay, of the okay, damage. Right. I didn't like try to pull a fast one, and I wouldn't. But um, yeah, they sent me a new one. So okay. Walmart, on the other hand, will tell you to go f yourself. So <laughs> um, it all depends. They will stump on your mm-hmm. package and not they'll break care. it on purpose, <laughs> and then tell you you can't even have your money back if you don't want it anymore. So there yeah. we go. Hasbro's like, we're already stringing this nerd along for enough money. <laughs> <laughs> they understand you can shear a sheep many times, but you can skin them only once. So give give them another give them another two dollar figure that we fig. sell for twenty five dollars. We'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, um, and I did I did get my Mandalore Ahsoka in finally the other day from Hasbro Pulse. Rub it in. That came perfectly fine, which you would figure the flat card back of a three point seven five inch figure would get wrecked, but uh, it does look really really nice. Yeah, so super beauty. excited to get that one up. So. But yes, yeah, so those figures are out there. Go find the pre-orders. But Big Bad Toy Store is pretty good. I don't know if they were up on Entertainment Earth or not, uh, but um, that's wh- I think they were still up that's on That's why I ordered Hasbro mine, and I'm still too. waiting. I've had great luck with Big Bad Toy Store, so I'm not talking junk. Yeah. I know like you just get what you get these days, but uh, I yeah. ordered those right when they came out, and they're not even in my pile of loot yet. So Yeah. Well, that was that was all our news and notes for this week yeah. and our rantings on Hasbro figures. Yeah, but sorry. Uh, <laughs> we have, we, I feel yeah, like we so haven't talked about toys that much lately, anyway, though. So it's okay. Got to get it out. No. Of the system. Yeah. 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 Uh, so what we're going to talk about today, though, is we're going to talk a little bit of Star Wars Visions that just dropped last week. If you have not had an opportunity to watch these yet. Uh, you may want to pause here and come back to this after you watch spoilers Visions because I'm sure there will be some spoilers ahead. So make sure you don't listen to this and then go, oh, they ruined 
envisions for me. It's a little bit of a tight window. It just dropped last week. We're recording it this week, but uh, we were excited to talk about it. So we're going to get it out there pretty quick. The description on Visions, there's nine shorts for this. It's celebrating Star Wars through the lens of the world's best anime creators. And they are very, very different styles of anime that go into all nine of these episodes. Um, but th- and they're all relatively short, 20 minutes, what, 30, or less. 20 to yeah, 30 minutes or less. Or 14, yeah. yeah, they're like, yeah, I think 15 is more along the lines of. Yeah. Yeah. So really digestible. You can get one in, go do something else. You can binge watch, watch it if you want. It's, it's a quick watch. And they're all very um, unique, and you can break it too. Up. So like if you... Yeah don't enjoy one or I I, th- I think it's safe to say you'll probably like some and not others. You know, I, I don't th- mm-hmm. yeah. think any of them will be like home runs for, or all of them yeah, will be a home run for anybody, you know, cause they are yeah. totally, totally different. So Maggie, when you were watching, cause you know, we've, we've all <laughs> caught these and you read the Ronin novel to go with the actual Ronin yes. episode. Um, We'll, we'll kind of keep. We'll, we compare that with the actual Ronin episode. But when you watched these visions episodes, these nine shorts, what were your overall impressions of these as Star Wars stories? I was so enchanted by these. Like I grew up watching anime, so I like I had a good understanding. But it's been like a good fifteen years since I like dedicated my time to watching anime. Uh, But it was so cool to see so many styles and themes that I was really familiar with um, in terms of anime than getting the Star Wars like infusion. And I really loved how they took so many of the the best elements of Star Wars and kind of flipped it on its head and got to really examine dynamics. Like I really love the Elder because we got like this really great like Jedi Knight and Master dynamic. Mm -hmm. We got to see the dark side as we've never really seen the dark side before. Um, you know, we have the twins, which gives such a really cool, very Star Wars feeling, but also takes it to the next level. And I think that's what I ended up really liking about those episodes that I ended up really finding that resonated with me was that they took the things that I love about Star Wars and made them better. And I yeah. think that's something that's really unique to Japanese storytelling is the way that they approach so many different elements um, of storytelling is that they kind of go where we haven't gone before with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. Josh, um, what about you? What were your overall impressions of the anime style Star Wars episodes? Um, I thought it was cool. Um, I, you know, it, I I'm really glad that they. I feel like we got a little piece of like several different types of anime. You know, we, we had like the very heavily Kurosawa, uh, you know, first one. We have some like kawaii cutesy ones. We have one that was very obviously like Astro Boy th- uh, themed. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, yeah, I, I love that it went everywhere. Um, the only disappointment I have is there, and this is a stupid thing, probably specific to me, but there's this great fan made um, anime like opening of a like a Tie Fighter, like a fake Tie Fighter and X Wing show. 
on YouTube. Yeah. And I was like hoping there'd be some sort of like pilots thing of some sort. And we really didn't we didn't get that. But that's just a dumb thing that that I was hoping for based on that YouTube random YouTube video. I've seen that yeah. one. It's it's done very very well. It's yeah. like them running to the ships to get in to go fight the rebels, and yeah, it's it's really it's really good. Kyle, what about you? Overall impressions of Star Wars Visions? Well, I love that they made it first of all because Agreed. I think the idea of having Star Wars inspired things with Star Wars themes in the Star Wars universe that are not committed to and tied in and restrained by canon and being part of any larger story are really great. I would love to see a Star Wars mystery, a Star Wars horror movie, a star, all, all kinds of different things. So I love that this exists. And Japanese animation can be so many different things, and it's such a broad spectrum. I think it was a great medium to choose because there's so many great creators and obviously like those old samurai films were inspirations to the original star wars so like and and they can create so many different stories that are going to appeal to a wide wide audience so like i was saying before i don't know that anyone will love every single one of them but i'll bet everybody finds at least two or three that they're like wow that was really cool whether it looked cool or it was just fun or you anything about it um so i all in all i think it was a a really great thing i I liked a lot more of it than i didn't there was some that i was like "Eh, whatever that was just a thing but um Mm -hmm. uh it's good overall i'm i'm glad they did it and i liked most of them we're gonna we're gonna touch on on these as we talk about the nine different shorts uh which one do you guys think and i'm just basing this off of obviously the imdb stuff because i love to look (laughs) at these which do you think was the highest scoring episode of visions episode one the duel Um, is my guess i would say the twins potentially or or potentially uh the elder pretty close with your guess kyle the highest one was the ninth jedi with an 8.7 now the duel came in at an 8.6 so it's like a tenth off those Hmm. were the two most popular episodes which one do you think was the least popular episode tatooine rhapsody Yes. That was going to be my guess. <laughs> yes. Although that I will came say, in with a, I'm going to show them some love. Their song was kind of a banger, yes. especially for like okay. Star Wars music. Make pop punk canon. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say that I, so I watched it in the English dub first and then because all of them didn't have subtitles. And so I was like, I'm just going to watch it in English first. Uh, and then I watched it in the Japanese dub and the original Japanese dub of Tattooing Rhapsody is infinitely better. Like no hate to is Joseph it? Gordon-Levitt. I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Like he's one of my favorite people, but uh, the voice actor on the Japanese version of Tattooing Rhapsody is significantly better. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I haven't gone back and watched them uh, in the Japanese version yet, but uh, for those that can we do, you, you haven't checked these out. Can we do a yeah, quick side quest while we're talking about watching sure. another language? That's how we level up. Yeah, side is, quest. is anybody watching the Squid Game? <laughs> not yet. Uh, not like, yet. <sighs> not yet. Okay. Well, that because there's I do a, watch it, the same decision to make. You can either watch it in Korean with the subtitles, my preference, or you can watch yes. it dubbed in English. Um, so I was going to ask how everybody's doing that. We'll get back to it 
you know, just hold your thoughts. I have no idea what you're talking about. Hold your thoughts. Oh, it's the hottest new show on Netflix, Joshua. It's very interesting. Um, It really is very, very popular, though. It's like very. There was a show kind of similar to it that came out um, a couple months ago that was. It was a Korean show, I think, but it was down the down the rabbit hole or Alice in something or other, which was very similar to it, where these people are in kind of another. I know what you're talking about. World, but I didn't watch it. and they have to go. Pl- yeah. They have to go play these games where they're basically against each other, and they have to solve the riddle and get out in order to basically stay alive for like another week yeah. or two or whatever it may be. So it's a long. It's very similar to that, but this is more. Hey, you have to play these kid games that you used to play when you were yeah. little, but now there are like well, life or death consequences. I'm only them, so. well; these people are also like whatever. I, I'm only three episodes in, and you guys haven't <laughs> even started it yet. But we can we can discuss this later if uh, if everybody watches Squid Game. I got it's lots good. of Star Wars to watch here, Kyle, because because I got to go back and watch all the Japanese versions of these. So you do. There are there are two casts for all of these shows. There is a uh, a Japanese cast, and then there's a I guess America, there's an English, English cast, speaking cast, English, English speaking cast, uh, English that, dub. Thank you. Let's... English dub cast that does these as well. And the, the spectrum of actors that they cast for these is impressive. You have well-established actors in the industry, and you also have relatively young up and comers in the industry as well. Um, there were, I mean, you've got a David Harbour in there. There is a Joseph Gordon-Levitt on one of these. Neil Patrick Harris is in one. There's Doran um, Fisher. Allison Al- Brie. Uh, Allison Brie, who does other voiceover work for Star Wars that we've talked about. She's in this. Um, Simu Liu is in one of these episodes. Um, Kimiko Glenn. I don't I know remember. if anybody knows her. Jamie Chung. Uh, George Takai. Yeah, George Takai. I mean, talk about a seasoned actor here. That Henry Golding, a ton of stuff. Yes, um, it was unreal. The number of people. Um, James Hong plays the old man in The Elder. Uh, James Hong has Who been is in a, terrifying. He's he is a he's been a, yes as the elder the he was terrifying. The elder is terrifying. But he has done a ton of stuff. So, but there was a lot of um, younger cast. Uh, people in this that um, are on relatively young, uh, newer shows like on Disney Plus and stuff. Um, I can't remember. And some of them are on shows on Netflix or movies that are um, on Netflix that you can see or like Amazon Prime. But relatively younger actors up and coming that that is is just cool to see. It was a, a really, really good, good blending agents. of cast. Yeah, really good agents, and it was a great way to, to your point, Kyle. Before yeah. we, we we talked about before the show, you said uh, it's a great way to get in I mean, on a Star Wars project. Fifteen minutes, quick. You know, I mean, you one day's work for for a voice actor, um, and you get to be on a Star Wars project. That's uh, not every day you get that opportunity. You know, no. Um, da- uh, David Harbor as uh, what was it? Tajian Crosser, I think, in The Elder was really really good. I like him in general. Really, really mm-hmm. good. Thoroughly enjoyed that. So um, I want to go back. Let's swing back over here because I, I want to touch quickly. You know, Kyle, you were showing some love to Tatooine Rhapsody, and I agree. It's, I think, it's okay. It, it does have a, it's got a runaway Padawan in it, which, you know, that's always yeah. a, a hit. You know, we got Ahsoka, we got Caleb Doom slash Kanan mm-hmm. Jarrus, both runaway slash kind of escaped Padawans. Um, and that song, we we know from... 
the whole uh, Alphabet Squadron novels especially, that there's all kinds of music out there in the Star Wars universe, but all we've ever heard is like uh, crooner, jazz band, background tunes (laughs) in the uh, big band swing numbers in the background of parties and stuff. And like, let's get some rock music. Let's get some pop music. Let's get some other thing. Is there, what's galactic hip hop sound like? I don't even know. It's got to be probably awesome. Um, but yeah, you gotta talk I like to Josh it. about that one. Little maneuvers. He knows mm-hmm. that galactic hip. It's out there. It. Ha- I mean, so. think about it. Think about it. Yeah. These trillions of people and all these different intelligent races and civilization. There'd be so much. There'd be way more music than we have. And we've heard what mm-hmm. Max Rebo. No offense, Max Rebo, but come on, I'm, I'm ready to broaden my horizons. Why you got to diss Max uh, Rebo like I'm not, that? But He's it's just, just trying to make uh, some music for the people. His, and his music's you know, not bad, which. but it can't be the only music. <laughs> I want to hear more. Yeah, it it it's not it's not scored high, and I've seen a lot of people get it. just really did not like it. And I get it's not if it's not your taste, it's not your taste. I I enjoyed it. It's not my favorite, but I actually enjoyed it. Um, I, I liked to your point, Kyle. It has a young Padawan in trouble, and the first thing that they do because he crashes in a what was it like their ship mm-hmm. their starship he like basically falls in and the first character he the meets punk is rock a hut. hut saves him yeah and and the punk rock hut offers his hand out to say like you know dude like are you okay and and here come with us and takes him in and, him and, be the and lead knowing what in we his know band? i mean yeah the front man come and, on and knowing and knowing what we know and watching what happens to the Jedi and, and what people viewed the Jedi as during order 66, because they basically felt the Jedi betrayed him, which is why all the clone troopers killed him. Right. They could have easily turned this kid in and said, no, you're one of those evil Jedi, blah, blah, blah. But here's Probably a dude a that just, he, he just said, look, man, he's like, it's all good. Come with us and we'll take you in. And, and that's where they were. And he found a niche that he really, really loved doing. And, uh, I, I, I'd liked the story, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So go ahead. I, I equally understand and don't understand why it's the lowest rated one. I understand why it's the lowest rated one because star Wars fans are so serious mm-hmm. to a mm-hmm. fault. They are. And this was, I'm not starting serious. to learn how not to be that way. Mm-hmm. And well, and several of these, there was a lizard in the back of my brain going, a droid Jedi. Yeah. They're on the outside of the <laughs> ship. Don't you talk about Toby like that. <laughs> but but I, I tamp down on it mostly. But I also don't understand why this isn't popular because it's like the mo- this is a similar animation style and like thematic style to Pokemon, which is literally mm-hmm. like the highest grossing media franchise in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And. Oh, sorry if you hear my dog back there. He's getting comfortable. But um, yeah, sort of like Josh was saying, I think part of it has to be that Star Wars reactions are skewed very adult, very male, very like, I take this super duper serious. Like if you are putting in your score on IMDb to the Visions episode, you are not a 10-year-old. And I, I bet this is one of the episodes that would have appealed to a, a younger viewer much more than right. some of the other ones. Maybe. Yeah. Agreed. So. It's um, in this, and not to mention this was the only one with Boba Fett voiced yeah. by Tamara Morrison. Okay. Can I just say that they, what? 
they wasted the opportunity to have Tim in a musical episode. Yeah. He sings. And I understand it is because it is originally created for a Japanese voice actor. They did not have any guarantees that they'd be able to get Tim for it. So, like, I get it. But still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, sure. yeah, agreed. But the, the shots, how they animated him, like, flying kind of at them in the mm-hmm. the pavilion right and then when he actually gets on his ship and he's chasing him and you hear the pop, 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 from his blasters like it's a very all of the sounds i would say all of the sounds that you hear in any one of these are very familiar um from the starships to the blasters to the lightsabers they sound like start like all of those same sounds were there. I will say like, all that the episodes this. did like a really good job of grounding you in the Star Wars universe in ways like that while still being mm-hmm. unique and separate from anything else that exists. Yes, agreed. And it it was cool. Like so I I I enjoyed this episode and and yeah. the end there in the the pod racing uh the pod racing pavilion yeah, or whatever there, and they're yeah. about to execute them and to Eve yeah, Bunta Eve and I think this you know, was the only one in front of Jabba with any known characters in it, right? With Jabba and Boba and, and Bib. those guys. Yeah. 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 Uh so I mean it, it's it's got a bad rap and it's got a low score. I enjoyed it. Again, it's I'm not saying it's my yeah, favorite. Hater's job but is I'm not hate. hating on it. Yeah, like I'm not hating on it like that because I actually enjoyed watching it. So if it's not your jam, that's okay. That's okay. And and I'm sure like I my I thoroughly enjoyed the duel. Um, that may not be other people's jam. That's my so favorite that's, one. That's perfectly fine. So, um, yeah, let's talk a little bit about this. So let's go to well, let's go to the highest one. So the highest one was the ninth Jedi. Let's talk I'm about surpri- the ninth. I'm Jedi. a little surprised by that. I didn't dislike that one by any means, but I don't know what made they it were neck and stand neck. out to I mean, they're, people as like a. A favorite. Does anybody have a theory on that? Just people love I lightsabers. Know. The more lightsabers in an episode, the better. <laughs> I think it's because it was. It, I don't. I don't know. I will say they're trebuchets. You, you were like the, going somewhere with the claw machine on the end that they were flinging up to grab the asteroids. Does everybody know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Those were pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that one just has a lot of really interesting Star Wars components to it. And it's also very shocking. Like, there's a moment, yeah, like when the big fight happens, and you're like, "Oh my god!" I will say uh, that and there's a lot of twists and turns. Turn on the red lightsabers was very good. Yeah. Yep. And it, I believe it's the longest one. That would make um, sense. It had a lot of plot points compared to most of the others. I think that was the 22 minute long one, if my memory is serving me correct, which might also contribute to why people enjoyed it because it had a much more complete arc. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other ones kind of felt a little abrupt mm-hmm. in their ending. Yeah. You want more. Exactly. I know like my favorite one left me like, okay. And when is the series premiere of this? I'm ready for more. Oh. Um, yeah, it is. You're right, Maggie. It is the longest of the nine original shorts at 22 minutes. Yeah. But yes, it's, uh, so that was the big thing for me was, the twist at the end where they'll pull out these red lightsabers. And I'm like, I felt like I was watching like an M night Shyamalan movie and I went, Oh, okay. Well, I didn't see that coming. And, or even when the robot, the giant robot, there's a person inside of the robot. I was like, wait, what makes it? It's like a mech suit. It's a mech. 
yeah, I didn't know that. And I'm like, and all these people were with him and none of them could sense his presence that there was a, a Force person users. in this mech. They just thought he was a droid. It was crazy. Um, one, it wasn't M. Night Shyamalan because you weren't disappointed by the surprise. Two, oh. two I love two, thi- two other things, small things. Um, the droid who's like, sorry, I'm on my break. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and then the one guy who was like a sith but then all of a sudden noticed his lightsaber was purple and the guy was like hey man calm down he's like oh sorry i got caught up in it and he like wasn't actually a sith it's like what what was going on that guy like he was like feeling the dark side a little bit like it like happens to force users you know like when elzar man was uh tapping into the dark side his saber would have twitched because in this because this is one of the things i was going to comment on i did think the dynamic where your saber, the saber color and like the opacity, which was, I guess, like akin mm-hmm. to the strength of it, um, are dependent on the person holding it and their connection to the force and all that kinds of things. So the same saber held by different people would have been red or blue or yellow. And some of them were like barely there and some were really dark. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Hence yeah. the, it was turning to purple when he was tapping into the dark side. Which I think red that blue was makes a, a mace. Well, and that was kind of a mace Windu thing, right? Was his mm-hmm. fighting style, which I think that's borderline. His, was his the seven? Yeah, I've his, heard that before. His fighting style is like the seven about. something, but it's borderline it's dark trashy. side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is but very trashy. I, I think Low for bro. me, it was the twists of you know the red sabers the 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 guy in the mech suit but then you also had this young girl whose father has been you know killed at this point and now she's thrust into having to be because she even asked him she's like well i wonder what color my lightsaber would be and like she gets up there it was and it, it, it develops into yeah and it develops into something more as she's having to basically fight for her life against these um these inquisitors, I guess, if you want to call them that. So that was, uh, um, she was voiced by Kimiko Glenn, who was in Orange is the New Black and Voltron. Anybody watch Voltron? Another mm-hmm. Japanese I do. animation I do. show. Yeah. Yep. And it had uh, Simulu, who was La Zima, and uh, Andrew Kishimi, who uh, is Margrave Juro. Mar- That's a cool name. Yep. That was the the dude in the mech suit the only other thing i noticed that the stood out wave. in this episode was there he did a lot of like primitive technology combined with the um like future space technology like those trebuchet things i was talking that had the rocket mm-hmm. fueled like grabber on the end he was also pounding on a kyber crystal with a giant hammer and heating it in a kiln and, and stuff to or that's probably not called a kiln smithing for, yeah but he was like working on lightsabers like a blacksmith but i, I thought that stuff mm-hmm. was cool yeah so let's go to the other equally really really good negative. episode the first one that comes out here the duel uh and again you're presented with kind of a shocking twist in this one regarding who the Ronin actually is. That was cool. Um, 
Yeah, and you know, we open up on this small village, right? It's um, this Ronan basically just kind of chilling in this village. Um, he he, he wanders up. And, he's a he's like a yeah. oh, he calls himself a wanderer. You know, I'm just a simple mm-hmm. wanderer, and he just kind of wa- it was basically the beginning of the movie Yojimbo. Uh, it's an old mm-hmm. Kurosawa movie, but he walks up on this village that he doesn't really know anything about, and he finds this old man, and he's kind of hanging out in his hut, and then things start popping off in the little village there. They get raided by some troopers. Yeah. With, um, uh, with some and they look like they had ads. bounty hunters defending them, because there was definitely a, a Trandoshan in there. There's just all kinds and, of ne'er-do-wells. Yeah, it's familiar types of characters that you know mm-hmm. and it's loose here they, it's get like raided. It just, they don't have to be imperials they're just bad guys it doesn't matter they just threw a bunch yeah, of bad, just bad guys, guys out there they're just yeah. troopers and uh, i think they were bad i think they were imperials because all their all their armor looked vaguely stormtroopery but at the same time was stormtrooper inspired yeah but the, like yeah. justin said they also had their uh their contractors the trend you know they're not letting trandoshans enlist no, those no. Th- those were the people defending. They the were city. defending the village. Oh, they were. There was um, yeah, yeah, there was a Trandoshan and a couple others that were like, it was what was the episode where they hired See, Embo and that was a bad guy. Who was it? It was Embo and a couple other bounty hunters to and was it um, uh, oh, that's the Seven in, Samurai in one where they're defending the village. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Embo they basically hired him to defend the village, and that's that's what this started as, but. It wasn't just from like pirates or raiders. It was from clearly a, a Sith, the Sith Lord with or, the saber umbrella. Yeah, yeah, um, that thing was sweet. Not very practical, practical, but sweet. It worked for um, her most of the time. I appreciate that they did. took a second to like show where she took the saber out, and like there was some mechanics behind how that worked. It was like projecting mm-hmm. it down the thing and splitting it, whatever. But yeah, it was pretty cool. And, and I think when we think of Ronan, right, we always think of like somebody who started off maybe as good and then something happened which caused them to go down a dark path. But here we clearly have someone who was on a dark path or is still on a dark path that is doing the right thing, trying to do the right thing for these villagers and this this old man in this village. Well, I mean... I think technically a Ronin is just a wandering samurai without a master, you know? So he mm-hmm. could, I, I would love to know, and I'm assuming that's what's in the novel, how this guy came from being a Sith, or maybe he still is, I don't even know, it's kind of not really defined, to now he's clearly hunting down Sith lords and yeah. taking them out and taking yeah. their kyber crystals. Um, but it was uh, Brian T was the voice of the Ronin, and then Lucy Liu was the bandit leader. It was indeed, which was very cool. Go ahead, Josh. You know, Sith on Sith doesn't really that actually kind of tracks, if, especially if you think about like yeah, you know, very Highlander situation. When, yeah, so mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. it it was. Uh, I have two curious things from this episode. One, how does sheathing a lightsaber work? I'm not against it because it looks super cool. The reveal was awesome, and then putting it away was awesome. I'm all about it, but I want like a slight explanation for what's going on there. And two, 
why did he give the villager, so the villager who helped him out, the guy who fixed his droid, I, I get that he wanted to thank mm-hmm. him, but why did he give him the lightsaber umbrella with no lightsaber to put in it? It's literally just like a, a piece <laughs> of metal with like spines <laughs> sticking out. What is this guy going to do? And he's like, for me, I can have he's it. He's a scrapper. Like, what's he going to do with he's that sp- thing? He's a scrapper. I guess. I mean, geez, oh, Pete. Maybe he's made out yeah. of this car. Like just a relic? Like he could go sell it to Doc Ondar and make some cash or something? I don't know. Yeah. Okay, I guess. I know it doesn't I have guess. the lightsaber in it, but... Yeah, I don't, it seems like <laughs> the only important part was missing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's like buying an old leather case for a Motorola flip phone when you don't have the flip phone. You can do it. Like, but, you can you do it, do but it doesn't it? serve any purpose anymore. Yeah. So, um, Did, well, it, let's did his astromech here. have whistling birds, by the way? Is it like... That's pretty much what those were, right? He did, he shot yeah. all the rockets and they went straight to the people and he took out like a hundred people with his thing. And they were impressive whistling birds because they made it clear out to him on that log with they had the, some range. Uh, yes. the bandit leader. So the tracking on those far superior to whistling birds, but not made out of Beskar. That we know of. I guess. I don't know. That we know of. Yeah. Um, let's go through and kind of um let's maybe talk about our top three just real quick and and we'll we'll wrap this up but um maggie i'm going to start with you i don't know if you've given much thought to this or or what oh, yeah. um easy what are your, easy answer what are your top three right, my top three is lop and ocho uh the village bride and um akakiri i guess that's how you say it yeah yep uh those are my top three and it's really funny because I am terrified of rabbits. And when I initially saw that there was going to be a leppy in this, I was like, that's not going to work for me. Um, and then that ended up being my favorite one. And I desperately want more of it. It was very good. Um, Lop and Ocho, uh, family kind of torn apart when the Empire basically takes over their planet or village or, or city. And the father is, what do I want to call it, like a rebel leader mm-hmm. against mm-hmm. that. But the daughter, his daughter, by blood, clearly she wants likes what the Empire, the Empire is doing. And, the and safe bet. Yeah. Yep. And it's, it's, you know, they're advancing technology and there's good things. And she only sees that side of it, not the bad side of it. Um, but then they have... A, I guess a, a daughter, uh, Lop, who's she got adopted um, as like a slave. She was adopted by him, kind of found her running in the streets, stealing food and took her in and um, she became family. And now you've got a an interesting dynamic with two sisters picking two different sides and the father, um, I don't know, you know, leaving his lightsaber and his legacy to Lop, who is the adopted daughter. And you have the other daughter who looks at it very much like that's mine. I'm entitled to it. That's, you know, it was my father's, even though she's on the bad side. So very, very interesting family dynamic with that one. Um, and then you, you said, uh, what was it? The village the, the bride. Jet- the Village Bride, very interesting one as well. I really um, thought that the other characters, like F, um, and I'm blanking on her name, but I thought they had really intriguing backstory potential. And I was like, where is the book for this one? I want more. 
it was um yeah she it was uh what was her name um i can't think of her um the jedi the village yeah i can't think of her mm-hmm. i can't think of her name i can't remember um oh saya uh it just says the Je- as jedi okay well that's, that's what it sure. says you as know, jedi there's village she details. yeah it's uh Village villager, Saku's friend, um, she was definitely Izuma's cool. associate, um, and then Jedi. That's that's all it says here. So, oh, uh, yeah, that's all it says. Haru, oh F. I'm assuming that was the Jedi, right? F, or is that? I don't remember. Is F Vaughn, Asu, Haru, Saku, and Izu Izuma? Were the main characters. Oh, I know the Jedi's footwear was dope, and her uh, <laughs> fast run to slice the guy in half, the Force run, was also dope. So, yeah, oh, it was so awesome. Um, she it, it reminded me a little bit of the What If series, where she's there but she's just observing and not wanting to step in and help when clearly she could. Um, she's the Watcher. Yeah, so the sister was the one that kind of stepped in to help, even though that you know wasn't going so hot either. So, uh, and then the third one you said was uh, Akakiri, right? That yes. was the yes. Jedi that goes back to help his forbidden love um, yeah. to take back her kingdom. Yeah, and they had the two older. She had the two older gentlemen helping her, um, which was that was George Takai, right, and mm-hmm. Keon Young. Didn't a Jedi what? already go back to help their forbidden love save her kingdom in Clone Wars? Whatever. Perhaps. Whatever. It's fine. Who is this, very, who is fine. this character you speak of, Kyle? <laughs> I don't very know. Very similar I, vibe. <laughs> yes. Um, this one did not end so hot, though. Neither did the other uh, one. No. <laughs> Neither did the other one, but this one was... But, but he also was able to defeat death. Which he I was, loved. yes. Uh, he defeated death, but then now he's basically the apprentice of a dark lord. So yes. <laughs> there's that. Um, and Masago was twist. terrifying. Like, I would not like to meet Masago. She was terrifying. Yes. But uh, the whole Rain moment... Toussaint was the English actress for that one. The whole moment where... She tricks him, Masago tricks him into stabbing Nisa was heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. I knew it was coming because, like, you can kind of tell, like, similar that's been done in anime before. Like, that's a very, very familiar trope to me. And I was like, oh no, it's coming. Oh no. And then it happened. And I was just like, oh no, 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 no. I've, I've seen this film before and I didn't like the ending. Yeah. No, all three very, very good choices. Um, and and we really haven't touched on them much, so uh, that was good that you, you those were in your top three because I think we're all three of our top threes are a little bit different here. So. Yeah, and I think those three are the ones that really exemplified the things that I find the most interesting about Star Wars. The whole element of like forbidden love. I also like um, family dynamics with like Lop and Ocho, and also like Ocho was just a badass and she can step on me uh, and. <laughs> The Village Bride had so many really compelling themes in it that mm-hmm. haven't really been explored. I love that it it focused so heavily on animism, which is such a Japanese tradition, uh, and the way that it approached the Force was so different. 
uh, that I just really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yep. Josh, what about you? What were your top three in the Visions series? The Duel. Okay. The Elder. Okay. And Hop and Ocho. That's two for Hop and Ocho. Look at that. Coming in hot. You mean Lop? Lop. Lop. Lop yeah. and lop. Ocho. No, hop, hop. It's rabbit. Hop. Yeah. Hippity hoppity. <laughs> yeah, I must have wrote L instead of, or H instead of L. <laughs> and you were thinking of uh, uh-huh. what, Judy Hops from. From, uh, yeah, I know. Uh, what's, um. Oh, what is that movie now? Dang it. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I don't know if you're um, talking about Judy Hops. It's from, uh, what's, that, what's that one movie? Zootopia. There we go. Yeah, that's it. Thanks. There we go. Ah. God. Took us a while to get there. Um, the sloth at the DMV. Everybody knows it. Good choices. Good choices. Kyle, so, what about you? Josh what is, isn't oh, allowed to elaborate on commentary? his thoughts. He no, just gets yeah, go list, 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 list. <laughs> I just have two quick things to say. Um, for Lop and Ocho, um, just based on the like... Huh? I said that's hop to you. All right, we're moving on. Um. <laughs> Yeah, just based on the the backdrops on all the scenery alone, like the the specific way this one is animated with these like static backgrounds with with mm-hmm. stuff moving in the foreground. It, it, I know like everything has a static back, but, but it's different. Like you look at it, it's like the stuff is happening on a painting, and like and then any of the stuff where they show like over the city or like a big overhead shot inside the market, like it's just. The I just love the way it looks. It harkens me mm-hmm. back to Miyazaki films, which earlier when you said the best creators in anime, I said there wasn't a Miyazaki one on here, but um, <laughs> that's okay. Um, and then we already really talked about the duel a bunch, but um, the elder, uh, just based on the old Sith alone, is like yeah, he was dope. Oh, <laughs> everything yeah. about him, his, his whole manner, the way he was taunting them the way that his lightsabers look like actual swords uh his creepy eyes and his face and all his mannerisms mm-hmm. just that's a, he reminded me of many a creepy old man in in anime uh but just like with a that. nice star wars twist um i i yeah. think a lot of the the sabers were like kind of katanas with the thin blades that looked like real swords i thought that was a cool touch i like that for sure um, and that one was, um, uh, Jordan Fisher was the younger, um, the younger actor in that, which they, I was trying to think of the, 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 the movie, it was to all the boys, uh, to all the boys, PS, I still love you. It's that series that I was trying to think of. There was quite a few actors in all of these that were from that show. Hmm. Um, it was very, and that's the one with David Harbour as Tajin Crosser, um, and then James Hong as the old man who did an outstanding Crushed job it. with that character. He absolutely nailed that. So, uh, Kyle, what about you? What were your top three of the Star Wars visions? Uh, this is a hard choice because, like we've said a bunch of times, they're all very different. And I think yes, there was good and bad things about almost all of them. But the duel is one of my favorites, too. We've kind of talked about this a lot. The one thing we haven't mentioned is that they... This one was in grayscale mostly, um, with just little mm-hmm. little tiny pops of red, yellow, blue, and green, um, which to me was beautiful. But it also like 
because there was that big reveal where the wanderer pulled out his lightsaber and it was red when you were not expecting it to be. Um, and I think all those colors where they were just showing the red and the blues and greens was hinting to you that he was clearly going to be the Jedi and you were going to see that blue or green and even giving you that extra expectation of it. And then they like pulled the rug out from under you. And I think it really worked really well. Um, I th mm -hmm. think mm, the elder was one of my favorites too. Um, same, you know, a master and Padawan is always kind of a cool relationship to see the, the old Sith, like crazy guy. He was awesome. There was some like little quotable moments. There's a, they say a Jedi must find balance and stillness. And I love like a, a Jedi maxim or whatever. Um, yeah. and I think this, this one was one of my least favorites, and then when I went back to, I didn't get to rewatch them all, but I rewatched the first few. Um, twins really grew on me. I so I'm gonna put since nobody mentioned it, we haven't talked about it really at all, hardly. It's true. This yep. is one of my three favorites. It reminded me a lot of like Voltron just visually, and I love Voltron. And it has Neil Patrick Harris and Allison Brie, and I love both of them. And it doesn't make a lot of sense. I'll give you that. There's a lot of crazy things. <laughs> We're running around on the outside of Star Destroyers. Why is the kid who's kind of like um, kind of the Luke analog, why is he wearing a Han Solo cosplay and standing? Why does he have an X-Wing on a Star Destroyer? Why, there's like all these things that don't make a lot of sense. Yeah. She has like six arms and lightsaber whips. But like if you just accept that this is just fun and it's just like – let's cram as many star Wars things in that we can. Like, it's really, it's fun. He's like where she asked him where he's going to go. He says, I'm going to go to a galaxy far, far away. His, uh, his astromech yeah. is named R duo. Give me a break. It's not R two. It's R duo. <laughs> they're, tw they're twins. There's the twin son. You already mentioned he's wearing the Han Solo cosplay. There's the Skywalker saber. They're like, She's got the weird neurotic astromech, uh, or not astromech, uh, protocol droid. Um, there's just like so much going on. There's a really cool visual where he's coming in to slice the start. He's riding on top of an X-Wing. He's ghost riding the X-Wing with no spacesuit or mask or helmet or anything on, just out in space uh, at light speed standing on the yep. outside of the X-Wing <laughs> and he's slicing through the Star Destroyer with his lightsaber that he made absolutely enormous with the power of something or other. It doesn't really matter. But then the whole perspective flips <laughs> and you see that he's flying because, you know, it's space. There's no gravity and up is relative. It doesn't matter. So the whole thing flips over and he's flying. The the X-Wing is inverted on top of the Star Destroyer. It's amazing visual. Um I don't know there's just so many little star wars that you know i've got a bad feeling about this or there is no try only do like they're they they were literally like okay if we're gonna do star wars we're putting in every single star wars thing we go, can think of crazy. there's an atst in the back an atsta in the background there's like everything i don't know i liked it it was fun it was silly they did a modified holdo maneuver at the end and then the sound cut out and they did the exact same shot from yep. the last jedi uh, it was fun. It may it doesn't make any sense. I like it. You can't explain ninety percent of it, but it was fun. I liked it. I love hearing the passion in your voice. I just voice sold. I just sold it to you guys. 
<laughs> that was you awesome. You went from haters to believers in Twins. <laughs> yeah. Well, now did, I got to go back and watch it. Did we? No, probably not. <laughs> I have some notes. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Josh. So I did the same thing you did where I watched it once and I... I, I borderline um, hated it the first time. I wasn't sure how I felt and I think I was also like doing something while I was watching it, so I wasn't paying attention as close as I should have. So I watched it again today. Me too. Still didn't like mm. it. Oh, you didn't like it? Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, one side note, uh, no no helmets on anyone out in space except the droid. Yeah, he's the only one who had a space. It was, it <laughs> yeah. made no, like I said, um, it didn't make any sense. Even the story didn't make a ton of sense. But it yeah. was, So it was this, is, this story, though, is, is one of two things. It is either A, some little kid with all their Star Wars toys doing a story, yes. and then the X-Wing, and then he stood on it, and yep. it went into space. And yep. then, you know, Or they took tons and tons of Star Wars themes and things in Star Wars and Star Wars clo- qu- quotes, put them in an algorithm, and then had a computer <laughs> write an episode. It's a computer generated. It's something along That's why lines. it's like Star that Wars, but it also doesn't make sense. That would be if you watched the blue Banthamo- Banthaverse shows written by AI. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, and Josh, I got the same vibe as you there, like where you got kids out there playing and one kid goes oh, this Death Star is really cool. And some other kid comes up and goes, you know what would be cooler is if we had two Death Stars stuck yeah. together. Yeah. And like they just kind of fly them side by side the whole time. That's kind of exact. like, hey, Justin, let's make a lightsaber I am whip. in you because those are Star Destroyers, sir. <laughs> what did I say? Oh, Death Star. You're not allowed yeah. to do that after <laughs> saying you like yeah. twins that no, didn't no, no. make any like, sense. <laughs> Yeah, but like, hey, let's put these together. Yeah, that's yeah. super cool. And like, looking at it, you're like, boy, that design is absolutely horrible. Yeah, it's not aerodynamic. Be at the all. worst, yeah. the worst thing to stick together uh, in a in an Imperial Navy. But sure, let's run with it and uh, see what happens. But yeah, it was. Um, I got that same vibe. And then like, her lightsaber had like eight million tentacles coming out of it. it was and only six uh, lightsaber whips. Thank you. Yeah, it was crazy. But that's when so. she did. She went like um, in. It was like in Pulp Super Fiction Sam. where they stabbed the adrenaline straight into her heart, but she did it with a kyber crystal and she stabbed it like straight into the heart of her armor. And then she was like on a steroids mm-hmm. Lady Grievous or something <laughs> with <laughs> Vernestra Lady Grievous whip sabers. Yeah. Uh, what's um. What what's that thing in the trans uh, in Transformers? The All Spark. It's like Optimus <laughs> Prime when he puts the All Spark in his chest, and all of a sudden he becomes alive, and he's now it definitely juiced her up. Super Prime, it's something. Yeah, yeah. So very cool. I love it, Kyle. That description though was <laughs> was pretty <laughs> impressive. So <laughs> he sold it. He sold it. And I'm gonna go back and watch it now and uh, and uh, make sure see what I missed. Just watch so, it. For, there's a lot. Watch it if you watch it just for visuals. And references. It's really fun. Whatever. I liked it. Yeah. They are what they are. You know what? You know what? Episode six, TOB one, got no love from any of us. I think it's the only one. Uh, that, no I already said, out. don't talk bad about Toby. You didn't put him in your top three, ma'am. He's not in my top three, but he's in my top five. He's he's the honorable mention. Top five out he's of nine. That's not even good. He's my number four. <laughs> 
Uh, well, it's hard because that five is really that midpoint mm-hmm. of that's the fifty percent mark. I but think the no, I, I didn't was, hate it either. I just he's uh, that's the episode that got left out. We have not talked about it almost at all, and I don't yeah, have anything to say about it other than he uh, wants to be a Jedi and his name is two B one. So very clever, good job. Yeah, um, but it was cool because he's sad. he's on this planet with his master, and they're trying to save this planet right and grow these plants. And his master gets uh, killed by an Inquisitor that found him. And he fights off the Inquisitor. But then once he does that, he he finishes his master's work, which was saving the planet, bringing it back to flourish and bringing life back. I've never seen and Wally, goes but off is this and, Wally? I feel like that's what happens in that movie, isn't it? <laughs> uh, a little bit. Dies um, and there's Astro a Astro Boy left. meets Wally. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and the fat it, and yeah. well, then he goes off. He leaves the planet and goes off with his little robot, little uh, android friend, the one that looks like the android logo. And they go off to search out another planet and do the same thing and bring life to another planet. Terraform. So, yeah, um, it was an interesting story. It's just, uh, yeah, it's again not all of these episodes are for everybody. It was not my favorite. Um, you know, if I if, if my like okay, let's let's be fair here. What's your bottom two? Oof, oof. Uh, Twins. Um. <laughs> Josh with twins is one of his bottom two. Um, um, what's your other bottom one? Village Bride, maybe. I appreciated okay. them all a little more after I watched them again, well, maybe a, mostly. A, but a k- Kakiri, maybe. Yeah, I don't really remember okay. that last one that much, but I know I I loved like the last few minutes of the Village Bride, and I thought the first two thirds were kind of boring, and mm. I didn't really love uh, Ma- Maggie. What about you? What were um, my least favorite is the la- the the duel. The duel. Okay. Mm-hmm. What was your other one? Um, I don't really have another. Like that was just the one that like didn't really resonate with me. Like that animation style isn't particularly a favorite of mine um but all the others like had elements that i really enjoyed like tattooing rhapsody like grew on me when i watched it um the original version um i really liked the other ones like the ninth jedi i thought was really good tb1 i love the elder i love lapanojo i love akira i love the twins I even loved because I liked how they played with certain elements and just didn't live by the constraints of the Star Wars universe as we know it. They got to play with their own stuff, and I really enjoyed that. So, But yeah, the, the duel was really the only one that was kind of like, mm, this isn't for me. I'm sure other people will love it. Obviously, people loved it. They wrote a book about it. Um, but it just yeah. wasn't, wasn't for me. Okay. Kyle, what was your other one? You had uh, um, probably the 2B1. Probably and- Tatooine Rhapsody. Did, like, I didn't love it i i think it's geared towards probably a younger audience um i did like the song but you know it's yeah but i i didn't hate any of them really you know there were some that no. i only liked parts of more than others but i think most of them had at least a redeeming scene in them somewhere and you know for a 15 minute short if it's got one good scene in it it's at least a third of it's good you know yeah yeah um I think my my top three had to have been. I think my first one was Ninth Jedi, 
Duel was probably second, and then um, The Elder was third. And then my bottom two actually were probably the uh, Akakiri and uh, 2B1. But, I, it, you know, it's, it's cool because you have four different hosts on this show, four different tastes and opinions of these, and, and they're all great because we talk about this all the time. Any new Star Wars great. content is great. You're... <laughs> oh. uh, and it's it's okay to 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 have those opinions and and feel different about things and and these are very different animation styles and and people watch very different styles of animation so it's cool to have those different opinions and um, we can look at them and go yeah well I like this one well I like this one good kudos to you kudos to me good job all right so go check them out uh, available now on Disney Plus. Visions, we got nine episodes here, all of them 15, 20 minutes tops. Great to watch, fun. If you watched Twins, it's chaos, it's madness. Embrace it's, it. Uh, embrace it. Um, but really, really good. I think overall, really, really good story storytelling throughout all of these. And in the end, I think that's what compels us most about Star Wars is good storytelling. Yeah. Would we agree? Yeah, I don't care what it is. Just yeah. make yes. it good. Yeah. Yep. Uh, now I have a question. Yeah. Who among us used to watch anime? Like I know I did. I think Josh sounds like he did. I mean, yep. and I'm not talking like Pokemon. That's like everybody's seen at least a couple Pokemon. episodes of Pokemon. I've, that was after. Okay, well, there you go. I mean, I grew up watching Transformers and Voltron and that kind of stuff when that first kind of came yes. over here. Um, those were what I grew up with, but. Um, I watch a lot of the more so now than early on. I watch a lot of the stuff on Netflix. So like there's a mm-hmm. Godzilla series on Netflix. That's really good. Um, the newer Voltron on Netflix is really good. Um, I have not gotten into the Gundam stuff yet that they just put out there. Um, but that's on, I think there's a new series of that on Netflix as well. So more recently I've gotten back into it, but when I was a kid, that was what we had was, was Voltron and and um that was really kind of the first exposure to it for me. Yeah, that was like the one of the first kind of Japanese imports that was readily available. I watched Voltron, I watched yeah. Sword Art Online, and I watched like some of the newer Japanese inspired animation stuff, but I didn't watch a ton when I was younger. Yeah. Dragon Ball Z, Trigun, Cowboy Bebop. We watched Attack on Titan a couple years ago, but I need to catch up. I would watch Dragon I'm Ball so Z. I'm so excited but it's for the like, Cowboy Bebop live action. There's too much of it. Yeah. Um, and I'm not opposed to the Pokemon. If people love Pokemon, that's fine. It's been, yeah, I mean, I it's, it's been like. highly successful. It's huge. Oh, yeah. No, You're like, I grew up loving it. Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, no, like, I grew up TV. loving Pokemon, but I just, I feel like that's the one, like, if you've watched anime, it's, it's going to be Pokemon. Well, you're a little younger mm-hmm. than us. Pokemon wasn't a thing until I was already too old to be doing Pokemon mostly. Yeah. It was, I know people uh, who are your age well, that, like, watched yeah, all that stuff, like, in their adult years. There's so. men my age that are into My Little Ponies, too, but, like, to each their own, that's not my thing. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I actually know the creator of My Little Pony. She lives in my town, and I my mother is really good friends with her. I was gonna say she's probably not your age because My Little Pony was in her eighties, popular in the eighties, and uh, 
Well, I tell you what, some of those Pokemon cards are worth like Boku bucks. Uh, if you have the original like '96 cards that were issued, uh, they are worth a fortune. So everybody's trying to get that Charizard man or that uh, that Pikachu, whatever it is. I don't know about anyway. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Maggie. What? Uh, the reason I asked that was for a lot of people, I think this was their first really introduction to some of the storytelling styles and animations and different themes that kind of are frequently brought into different anime. So it's really mm-hmm. fun hearing like what people's like background in anime is, what they have like sampled or like what worked with them, um, and then trying to see like which ones that you'll end up liking, which ones are much more like traditional and which ones are more a little bit true to what's happening kind of over in Japan with some of the styles. Um, so it's, that was just for my, my personal interest. Yeah. No, that's a good question. <laughs> oh, I, um, I should add, I kind of said it in passing earlier, but I, I also really like the um, Miyazaki films, which is kind of like, it's similar mm-hmm. to like Japanese Disney, mm-hmm. like kid, you know, kind of like, kids movies like that with a moral lesson and uh, my neighbor totoro spirited away kiki's delivery service i thought that was studio ghibli yeah but miyazaki is oh, he's the, the person the person okay yeah, yeah. i've seen yeah. some i've studio seen some ghibli of is, too i don't know why i was saying miyazaki films instead of just saying studio ghibli but well, yeah. i mean my ignorance i didn't even know the difference so but i i've seen a couple of those too. <laughs> yeah um, but go check them out. Visions, uh, again, it's worth the watch. It's new Star Wars content. Life is always good when new Star Wars content If you've rolls seen it, let us Keep know what mind. you liked. And tell me if I'm stupid for liking Twins or if you liked it, because apparently I'm the only one who thought it was decent. I didn't think it was terrible. I, you're right, I said though. I liked it's, it. You're right, though. It's, it's, it's like that that um voltron style it and it's it's like animation i think if you and like gluttonous <laughs> and whatever it's fun yeah there's nothing wrong with that so everybody's got different tastes on them but go check them out go watch them it's 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 worth the watch if you don't like it you can say you watched it you didn't like it move on with your life it's not a huge commitment it's okay yeah it's okay so um but yeah go check them out and let's uh let's blow this thing and uh we'll get out of here you're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go So that was our review of Star Wars Visions, available on Disney+. Plus. Um, I actually really enjoyed talking about these with you guys because I, this is something we were looking forward to for quite some time now. And again, it is very different styles. We are four very different people. We liked different things. Um, so I was super excited to talk about this with you guys tonight. It was uh, a lot of fun. A lot of fun to get your takes on these. Um I want to give a big shout out to Kevin Scott. I just wanted to say thank you for coming on our show, our last show, giving us a great, great interview. If you haven't listened to that, you can go back on anywhere you find podcasts and listen to it. You can also find it on YouTube. Um, It is, I believe it's available up on the YouTubes as well. On the feed. But um, we'll have to put it up. It's on the feed. 
Yep. <laughs> uh, but it is out there. It's a great interview. We got a lot of time with him. So thank you, Kevin Scott, for coming on our show. Um, my name is Justin. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at I am the Bendu. Where can they find you guys at? This is Josh, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Battle of Tanab. This is Kyle, and I am KB underscore legend on Venmo. We got to buy plane tickets, guys. Hit me up. Or Twitter. Whatever. <laughs> uh, and this is Maggie. You can find me on Twitter at Maggie of the Town. Uh, and be sure to um, keep an eyeballs out for my interview with the writer and director of the Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales, which will be up tomorrow. Super excited for that. Yep. Nice. You can find Outer Rim Beacon anywhere on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Outer Rim Beacon. You can email us, OuterRimBeacon at gmail.com. Drop us a message, tweet at us, put something out on Facebook for us, give us topics. Yes. Let us know your thoughts. Hit us up on the visions. We're excited to hear it. We're excited to talk some visions. So, everybody, may the force be with you. Always. 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 Punch it. Our duo. Bop it. Twist it.